It's wrestling time. Go. What's up? <coughs> I'm choking on it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the Pro Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you just found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the KF Podcast, and all your other social media needs. Um, today is August 14th. We are reviewing wrestling from those time periods. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. This- Lots going on in the world of wrestling. So much. So big SmackDown last week. Right, Brock? Big SmackDown. Yeah, it was good. Um, a big SmackDown. You had, before we can get to the good parts at the end, you had some stuff. You had Riddle and Sheamus. Um, okay, match. Not really any, you know, the WWE didn't do a lot of, like, endings, a lot of disqualifications. That yeah, they didn't want to give you one of them a loss. Yeah. They had Shorty G come out and interrupt. Shorty G. Well, they need to get rid of that fucking name. Um... Good to see Cesaro, Cesaro and uh, Dorado had a good match, I thought. Yeah, they're both great, so. Good to see Cesaro getting wins. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cesaro's like back again. Oh, like I he's know. A, a tag champ, he's getting singles wins. Can you remember when Cesaro had this good of a run? I like legitimately can't. I did, and last time he was with the Tyson Kid, maybe. Oh, maybe. That's a good call. Because it's been a long time, and he deserves it. He does. Um... You had the Miz and Morrison taking on Heavy Machinery. Uh, you had a lot of jiggery pokery in that match too. Jiggery uh, with um, uh, what's her name, Mandy Rose coming down and Sonya Deville and all that stuff. What'd you think about Mandy, all that? Mandy's new short hair. Short hair, Mandy. Um, what'd you hey, think Mandy. about the Fiends thing with Alexa Bliss? Did you like that segment? I was disappointed with it at first because it had no outcome. Yeah. It just brawn just like I don't care about Alexa Bliss. Yeah. He's a bad guy now, I guess, and the yeah. scene's good. Yeah. Did it turn him into the monster? Like the old yeah. like... That's what he said he is now. He's the monster. But like I thought he should at least cared about her. They made such a big deal about Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Like Yeah, it took the wind out of the sails for yeah, me. Like the... he should have been pissed. Yeah, the fiend kidnaps her, basically has had her for a week, and you're like and then he's just like, I don't give a shit about Alexa Bliss. I never have. We're like, all right, well, good thing they kidnapped her for two weeks yeah. when you didn't even end up caring about her. Like, That's so you know, dumb. Like, I don't know why he wouldn't have been like, leave her alone. She has nothing to do with this. You know, They went the wrong yeah. direction with that. Yeah, I agree. Because that, that was a big moment. Really. It's been probably 10 years since there's been male and female aggression in, in yeah. wrestling. Right. If and they, they made a big deal with headlines everywhere and all the, you know, social media sites, all that, and making a huge deal about it, and then that's, that was the follow-up to Right, it. it was bad. If you wanted to make Braun Strowman into the monster, it should have been after The Fiend defeats him. Yes. Because yeah. once The Fiend defeats you, then he could have came out and been like, now I'm a monster and I'm killing everybody because I lost my belt, and The Fiend... And that's kind of what they've been doing with The Fiend. He turns people back into their old gimmicks. That's right. been the, kind of the going theme with it. Instead... You know, Alexa Bliss, <laughs> I don't give a shit about Alexa Bliss. Never have. You know, I was like, oh, that was okay. Thanks, Braun Strowman. So, yeah, that was goofy. She just kind of, like, appeared in the ring, too. It was really strange. Yeah. I did like how, remember how I pointed out last week, it's like she accepted the mandible claw? Yes. And she, then this week she like, no, I'm not going to do that again. And then he just stopped. Yeah, but she like, like, he did have, she did have a choice the whole time. Yeah, she, like, touched him in the face. Like, I, I hope they put her with him. As, like, some kind of follower of his. I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. All right, so then at the whole thing, the main thing that we got to get to then <laughs> is Retribution. So, Brock, what did you think about Retribution attacking that night? 
I thought it was well done. They made it seem real, except for the fact that they kept calling, oh, no, Retribution's here. Yeah. They should have kept it a secret. Like, who are these guys? Why exactly. are they attacking? Because they're all wearing masks and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think I identified two of them this week, though. Who? Well, I heard that it may, the people in the mask might not end up being the people that it really is. Well, the one woman that her hood fell off is totally Chelsea Green. Yeah, Chelsea Green's going to be it, because you haven't seen her on TV or anything. Yeah. Um, and I think the guy who was in the camera was Leo Rush. Oh, little Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because one of the names I heard going around that, that it was supposed to be their leader is supposed to be Tomasa Champa. Oh, really? That him and Dijakovic were going to be two of the the big ones because they like got screwed. Because Tomasa Champa did a whole thing on like Twitter. Uh, three weeks ago about how the WWE doesn't use him. They have no story for him. Yeah, I saw that And, too. like, you know, why is he even here? Which felt different from him because he was one of the ones that used to say before, I never want to be called up. I love NXT. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. being here. I think he's going to end up being one of them. None of those guys look like Dijakovic size. No. Unless they just change it at the last minute and be like, oh, you're tall, by the way, now. Hey, you're a tall guy. Um. Yeah, but I agree with you. As far as the angle goes, I thought the angle was cool. Like, you know, it was a surprise. But the WWE can't ever let anything be fluid and happen on its own. Like, you should have never known what this group was called. You should have never have known that there was a group. You should have done the lights flickering again, and then they come out and beat everybody up, and you're like, what the hell was that? You know, that would have been cool. That would have felt more real and more realistic instead of, is Retribution here today? Oh my God! Retrib- they must have said Retribution a hundred times. Oh, oh, that's a raw. That's only they're only on raw. They're only on raw. Where's Retribution? This isn't a Retribution. And then Michael Cole, before he runs away, has to scream into the microphone. Retribution's here. Retribution. Oh my God! That group Retribution was shutting the lights off on raw, and then he takes off running. Like okay, all right. They just can't let anything be, and that's all Vince. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's fluid anymore. Nothing can be a surprise or yeah. play it out on like play out organically. Yeah. I know it's tough without fans, but this is your your chance to really pull some cool storylines that aren't going to end up on the internet and stuff like that. Like, yeah. oh, I heard that, you know, like, they can keep everything so tight-lipped into the vest right now because there's nobody else there, and then they're blowing it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing with that. Um, I think it's all trying to get... All Vince cares about is ratings. Like, if I name there's going to be a new group called Retribution debuting, that'll people turn in. What she doesn't understand is that if you do the fluid thing and they just surprise, that'll create buzz. And then people yeah, and every week like, you'll pick up more people. Oh, yeah. i got to tune in next week to see what happens. You know, last week there's some crazy shit going down. Instead mm-hmm. of like, well, if there's going to be anything good, they'll just tell me. Yeah. So. We're now, we're now, what's it called? We're almost indoctrinated to to only know about stuff if they tell us ahead of time online. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Retribution's here. A thousand times. <laughs> Crazy. Um. So let's go to Monday Night Raw. Um. Started off with that whole contract signing and all that with Dominic Mysterio. Um, that was brutal. And then he got the shit kicked out of him. I can't believe he took that many bumps like that. Did you see that at all? I did. It was nuts. It was crazy. The welts that they showed online afterwards was it was was gruesome. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Here's here's the thing. He probably feels like he had to do that 
Yeah. Because he's Rey Mysterio's son, and there's probably people saying that that's the only reason he's there. So he probably like said, lay it in as much as you can, because I want to pay my dues somehow. And they laid it in, boy. <laughs> they, beat, they beat the fuck out of him. They were hitting him so hard, and no one runs down. Like, no one cared. Like, they were just beating this kid up. That was the best part about it to me. It was like, everyone hates Rey Mysterio so bad. I mean, except for Aleister Black, but he got taken out. Yeah. Aleister Black is the only person who likes the Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited for their match. I think it'll be good. I think he's going to surprise people with his skill. I do too, Dom, Dominic. Yeah. Um. Then we had the whole poison angle again with uh, did they poison uh, Montez Ford and all? That. I don't think they did. I think it's too obvious. I think it's going to be something else. You think it's retribution? No. I, I think it's going to be... Horrible. It wouldn't be cool if it was ended up being uh, Dawkins. Oh, the Dawkins poisoned his own partner. That'd be cool. Uh, I don't want the Prophets to break up already, though. I don't either, but I think that'd be an, a, an interesting storyline. Yeah, I like Angelo Dawkins. I think he's not bad. I think both those guys are really talented and are going to be good. I, I think Montez Ford is a huge star, but anyway. whenever Dawkins came out of that uh, doctor's room, the training room with his headband off, he looked ten years younger. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a headband can do! Instead of rocking that LeBron headband. Yeah, like you, you, don't do that. You look makes you look older for some reason. I don't understand. Uh, then he had Apollo Cruz uh, with Shelton Benjamin and the Hurt business and all that. Um, Apollo Cruz bothers me a little bit with some of this, like yelling that he's been doing lately his like expressing his character a little more i know it's good yeah he's getting that it's a little i'm not a fan i like him better as a smiling guy and just didn't say much because he can't remember written lines no he has a hard time with that he struggles poor um and then back to Retribution again. They started doing this backstage stuff, which was so stupid. I don't know why. They're going to ruin this group before they even reveal them. They're like, oh, we have this video, and it's Retribution throwing a brick through a window. It's the same window that, like, Dawkins put one of the Viking Raiders through. It's the same window they've broken, like, a million times since they've been using a performance center. And then Retribution just goes, the guy goes, Hey, get out of here. And they go, you get out of here. And then they ran away. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. They're real scary. Uh, yeah, so way to ruin that. Um, and that was the only thing they did all night. That was the only Except thing they did all night. the lights. Yeah, they blinked the lights a little bit. They just go back and play with the light switch. Well, they, they blinked the lights so we didn't have to see Rick Flair get killed. Which wasn't a bad move. Which we'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that here. But um, uh, So, yeah. Then you had uh, Bailey and Asuka. Uh, I liked that Oscar won straight up. There was no shenanigans with that. That was good. Uh-huh. Um, so she'll fight uh, Sasha. And then, um, what did you think about Raw Underground this week? It was better than I still am not a fan. Do you see it at all? No. What do you th- What do you think about? What do you want to say? I didn't see it. I don't know. Did you I read just, anybody? I heard about all? Shayna Baszler was in it beating women up. That's all I know. So. It's just, my biggest problem with it is, 
I like the idea of it being like this new thing that they're doing on Raw. Shayna Baszler is a perfect fit for something like that. Mm -hmm. Again, it lacks so much story that it makes it so hokey that you because don't. They're never able to introduce who the jabronis are that they beat up. Right, and you know, and you don't know why you're fighting there. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like if you're a WWE talent, you're fighting so that you can have title matches yeah. so you can work your way up the card become a main eventer get a title shot maybe get into rumble maybe get a mania spot you understand what wrestling is about mm -hmm. why that, or it's a personal issue yeah. this has neither why are you in raw underground why do you want to go in this room where shane's at and and shoot <laughs> fight people what to prove you're a tough guy if all it would take is a little bit of story of like you know, wrestlers that, like, Shane's offering them an alternative to somewhere to go, and there's a belt there. Or if you win Raw Underground, it gets you a t WWE title shot. If You know, it's like a different way to the top. There's just no story. It's just Shane going, they dropped the, the girly dancers this week. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing that we thought was stupid. And then it's just like, oh, hey, look, here's a... Here's uh, Riddick Moss. Oh, Riddick Moss has a fight. Then they bring in that Arturo Ruaz guy from Evolve. Okay. He's an actual badass. Like I've seen this guy fight. He's a he's a mixed martial artist. He's a tough dude. This would be a good setting to develop some story around. Instead, they're like, "Oh, here's Ruaz." Shane Man goes, "He's a bad dude. Wait, do you see him?" And he just like kicks a guy, and knocks him out. And it's like, okay, and then he's gone. They're like, "All right, you're done. You're done." <laughs> Anybody else want to fight him? No, I wouldn't either. Okay, next guy. Oh, look, um, Papa Shango's back, or whatever that one guy's called. What's that guy called? The big guy. Papa Shango? Not Papa Shango. What, what do they call him? Uh, Davitello. Right? Do Davitego, or Davitello's back. Davitello. Yeah. Davitello. And then Shayna Baszler comes in. You're like, all right, Shayna Baszler's cool. She beat up three girls. They do all this stuff. That one girl was jacked. Yeah, she's an actual fighter, too. And they told her, I read a story where they told her, just let Shayna throw you around. Don't try and fight her back. Because, you know. <laughs> but just develop some story to it. Mm -hmm. Is it that hard to develop? Yeah, if that girl got the upper hand on Shayna for a little bit, that could have been a new character for the show. Instead, yeah. she just got beat up. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's never going to last unless you try to do something with it. Right, they got to stop with the unnamed jabroni from the from the side of the ring just getting d demolished yeah. into actual like competitive fights. There, there needs to be a reason behind it. You mean mm -hmm. you have WWE officials come up and try and shut it down and go... Uh, I don't want you to do this anymore. And Shane forms like maybe a group of these raw underground guys who believe in it and start interfering in matches. And then they they have a match in a ring, and then you have to go fight in the underground ring. And like instead of him just running around going, yeah, 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 Dovacato. Oh, okay. Oh, Shane Baszler's in the ring. Oh, who wants to fight her? Oh, nobody. Oh, okay. That's it for raw underground. See you next week. And you're like, what the fuck is the reason for this? <laughs> you know, like it's so weird. Uh, but the main event was good. Randy Orton versus uh, KO. Uh, Orton beat him clean. It was a good match. Um, and then at the end, he killed Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, so I was about to punt him when the lights went out. And the lights went out to protect Ric from... Because Ric can't take any kind of... No. Thing. But it was good. What Ric said back to him, I thought, was really good. I mean, they... You know, it was it was good. It was it felt really real. It was passionate. Yeah, Ric's promo was amazing. Yeah, Ric's promo was good. Did you see it at all? No, I, well, I saw that social media. I don't need to watch Raw because they share everything on social yeah, media. Yeah, it was good. The stuff where he was saying like, you know, I do want to be in the spotlight and I do want to be with you. I don't want Cena to break my record. I want you to break my record. And then, 
Like, he said that to him, and he was like, I always wanted to be you, and he's, like, crying, because Randy was like, he had to come to the ring, start crying now, and say this stuff, and then yeah. Rick got him, then Randy pulled him in, hugged him. I saw it. Uh, and it was, like, with him, then dropped on and gave him a low blow. You know, Orton is so good right now. He's just so evil, and, you know, he, I feel you should, he should win that belt off Drew on Sunday. I think and Drew's reaction to the whole thing was really good too. Yeah, you rotten son of a bitch. He was calling him. Jeez, he was like, even him, even him, even him, Randy, even him, the one that actually likes you, even him. You rotten son of a bitch. He just kept <laughs> saying it over and over. I think Drew needs to drop it to him, and then when fans do return, Drew can win it back. I heard a lot of rumors that they're putting Drew McIntyre and uh, Jinder Mahal back together as a tag team. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes, that's what we need. Uh, did you hear when AEW came out and they were saying things like they use Drew McIntyre as a term now? No. The, Tony Khan was doing an interview and they were saying, you know, like, when the live fans may come back, what about, like, title changes? And they said, well, we don't want to Drew McIntyre any of our wrestlers. They said, you know, like, putting someone new over beating Moxley or beating Cody, we don't want to do that to them in front of no crowd like they did to poor Drew. They're like, Drew deserved better. And, and and it's like, so what are you saying, Tony? You're not, no title changes are happening yeah, until that's live good. on? We don't have to watch for the next six months. Uh, good, then we don't have to watch any of your pay-per-views any of your matches since we know that's what's going to happen then. That's crazy. <laughs> so, poor Drew McIntyre. All right, let's go into Wednesday. Um, Brock, did you watch NXT? I did. Um, I love the first match. I love Karrion Cross versus Danny Birch. Uh, I thought it was good. I think Karrion that was the first time that, like anybody really got any moves in on Karrion Cross. I think Cross is amazing. I think he is such a cool character. I, the whole package and presentation is just—it's different and it's, it's good. different. It's good. I don't know. I say this all the time. I don't know how Vince can screw this one up, but I'm sure he He's will. Going to. But if this guy isn't a main event star in like a major player, I don't know what it takes to be a major player. Then, I mean, he has the look, he has the pr- the entrance, the girl, the whole thing. It's just so good. It works so well. She has magical powers now. She does have magical powers. You see what they did? <laughs> the poor Keith Lee. His, his eyes. Little fireball face. He sold that all night. <laughs> he did. He was selling all night just long. Sat in an ambulance, sitting there at times. <laughs> creams on his face, you know. I just like when a fireball blew up and he screamed. Scarlet just smiled and like Cross just looked at her and like nodded in approval. I like that he. I think she was trying not to laugh at his uh, his sound job because it was it was pretty over the top. I like the way he stood. He was just staring at Keith Lee, like making eye contact with him. And he just put his hand out to like get the for her to hand him the pen, and she raised the pen up to him, and he just took it, wrote it in the contract without even looking, took it back out. She took it out of his hand. Like he never took eye contact off with him. I don't know what you do with this though, because Karrion Cross can't take a loss already to Keith Lee with the way you've been building him up, and I don't want to see Keith Lee lose the belt just yet. He just got it. So uh, yeah. I feel like you book yourself into these corners. Well, WWE's the, the land of no no finishes. All the false yeah. finishes in the world. You think they just do some kind of like disqualification finish yeah. for this? Some kind of kabuki. Magic Carter will come back and beat him up or something like Retribution that. Retribution will interfere. Yeah, because I don't think either one is ready. Well, I don't know. I think I think Keith Lee could lose the belt to him and then go main roster. I think he's more than enough ready. Yeah. You know. 
unless you want to save him for again live crowds, but again winter live crowds coming back, so Yeah, you can't hold keep everything until then it's just it's boring. Um, like AEW this week. <laughs> and then we had uh Adam Cole, you know, they beat up Killian Dane and Drew Drake Maverick trying to have a match to talk about Pat McAfee some more and they're gonna invite McAfee next week and go over that. You know, they're just continuing with that. I don't mind that storyline. I don't mind it either. I think it's good. I like Pat McAfee. I think he's funny. I hate Pat McAfee. I think he's annoying. I think he's annoyingly funny. And I think that uh, Adam Cole's going to beat the shit out of him. Uh, he's, he's like the sixth grade kid who thinks he's hilarious, but he's really not. That's Pat McAfee to me. That's, that's Pat McAfee. Um, so we'll see how he does. You know, I think Adam Cole can make anyone look good in a ring. Yeah, he's he's a pro. He'll be all right. You know, he'll take care of him. I, I I'm fine with it, but I, people that are annoyed with like uh, Dominic Mysterio wrestling, like, why aren't you annoyed that Pat McAfee's wrestling? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he hasn't done anything. Yeah, that's just cross promotional yeah, yeah. thing that they're doing there. And Something also, to do. like, I think McAfee can talk. I wouldn't be surprised if he decided to. You know, he's still athletic to yeah. try it. Yeah, yeah. Turn out better than Gronk. Yeah. Well, he's already better than Gronk. He's, he cuts a better promo than Gronk. Oh, yeah. He's better than Gronk. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, then Santos Escobar beat up poor Tyler Breeze uh, <laughs> till finally Isaiah Scott made the save. And you're probably going to build a storyline with Isaiah Scott versus Escobar, which will be good for that cruiserweight belt. The cruiserweight belt gets way more attention now than it ever did before. Which probably to a benefit the North American side. No one has that. North American title. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're building up to that ladder match or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought Priest versus Bronson Reed was good. Yeah. Bronson Reed snuck a win out there. I thought that was good. Um, I also like Mar- Mercedes Martinez. I like her. I like her a lot. I like what they're doing with her. Um, they, she destroyed Casey Catman's on her own at Katie Carter. <laughs> I mean, it really. She's 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 another one. I, we said this before. I think AEW missed out on Mercedes uh, yeah, Martinez big so time. Too. Yeah. Um, her and Rhea Ripley is going to be good. Yeah, I think so too. That'd be good. like a. You don't see this too often in the women's division, but like a two bruisers, like two yeah, two tough two, chicks. Yeah. Who you'd be afraid to fight, even as a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like her with um, the Robert Stone brand because she hates those two. But like they represent her, and he takes they take care of stuff for her. Uh, so like he'll try to like clap her up, she'll shove him right out of the way. <laughs> and then that Aaliyah girl goes over and tries to hug her, and she like pushes her. She wants nothing to do with him, but like they're her like handlers, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's funny storyline. Uh, were you surprised in the main event that the Velveteen Dreams back already? Yeah, and right back in the in the spotlight. Yeah, he didn't win, but that that one I was kind of uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. He had a lot of shit, yeah. and they never really released a statement like they did with Riddle, saying they backed him and they looked into it. I'm sure mm-hmm. they had to do a little research into it, but like yeah. there were screenshots of him like texting girls and saying vulgar stuff. Like this one's yeah. a hard one. I don't know if he would have gone over well in a live crowd. Yeah, he would have, dude. That's the thing. You can kind of try this stuff out without a crowd around, so you can. And they turned him heel. Oh, did they? Yeah, he was doing heelish stuff. At the well, end. he's been doing heelish stuff forever. He was trying to bang Roderick Strong's wife. Like, <laughs> yeah. You never thought he was a good guy. Yeah, you were so bothered by that one. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if you like, if you were like, hey, Ken, I'm trying to bang this other dude's wife. Hey, like, you're you're like, the bone. 
Yeah, exactly. This is where WWE does. They, they'll do the same thing with two different people, but you're supposed to think one's a heel and one's a face. My mm-hmm. favorite thing is whenever Roman Reigns was trying to beat up Vince McMahon one summer, and then everyone was cheering for it. But literally a summer later, Kevin Owens did it, and he was supposed to be the biggest heel in the company. Yeah. And I'm like, they did the same thing Roman Reigns did. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. All right, let's cross over to the other realm. Um, one thing, uh, Wednesday night ratings, of course. Um, Dynamite was huge last week with, like, in the high 900s. They uh-huh. went down to 792 this week. And uh, NXT dropped from like 700 to 619. So Another but, Rock and Roll Express Appreciation Night didn't get the crowd fired up. <laughs> tag Team Appreciation Night, which I didn't really understand why I was Tag Team Appreciation Night. But anyway, um, first of all, real quick story. What did you guys think about Jericho having a concert over the weekend? He was back with Fozzie, did a concert. Yeah, I Looked guess. Like there was a lot of people there, like. Not a lot of mask wearing, a lot of close proximity, which I'm surprised like AEW was okay with him doing that and then going and wrestle a few days later. They test like when you come in, like they test over a period of a couple days, I think. They must be, I mean, if he tested positive, if he was clear to wrestle, then that's fine. But it could really jeopardize their their main event and something they were advertising for a while if he would have had some And it looked like they had some fans there last night. Special, I don't know if that's his family or people that work. Special fan section? Yeah. Some shots it looked like they were more spread out. Other shots it looked like some of them weren't. We could have been households. Yeah. Could have been households and stuff like that. So. So interesting. Uh, it's definitely a more free-looking area at AEW, isn't it? Yeah. Like people well, outside. Yeah. Well, even that, but like they interject, like the, the, the fans around, the, the other people are sitting around, they go into the crowd, they yeah. like do stuff but with them. No plexiglass. Yeah. I feel like, but WWE tests a lot too. I don't know. Like I don't know how. You now have, they do. They weren't before. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. that's why. But like they kind of had to. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that's maybe because of all the testing that they do. They're they feel more free because if you have no one that has any symptoms or anything else, then you might be like, oh, okay, then yeah, a little yeah. more. So, um, started off tonight with the Dark Order versus the Young Bucks. Ken, what did you think? I think it was a good match. I I don't know if the. If Dark Order, if I don't know if Uno and and Grayson can have a bad match with the Young Bucks, like they're four great wrestlers, I think it does well. Like I liked it. What do you think about it, Brock? I think the match sucked because the Dark Order should have won. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I think they should have won too. I mean, they kicked out of their finish twice. Yeah, I think they should. I think that pissed me off. I'm sick and tired of the Superhuman Young Bucks. They should. They should have got the win. Um, the Young Bucks run with a surprise roll-up, which I get mad when surprise roll-ups don't bother Simon Miller on ups and downs when they bother him on Raw, but he lets him slide on his, <laughs> his audition tapes that he does on, on Wednesday. Yeah. Good match, but the ending, the ending kind of killed it for me because I mean, they were even doing like heel stuff throughout, like with the extra guys outside the ring and stuff. So if they would have taken a loss, it would have been tainted. Yeah. But they still wouldn't let them take the loss. Yeah, I think they should have got that win. I wasn't understanding why they didn't. Um, well, they're trying to push the Young Bucks finally a little bit. But they're also trying to make the Dark Order relevant, too. But they never win, so how are they relevant? I don't get it. Like, yeah, the they dark, do never win. My, the, those, the Dark Order is the biggest flop, I think, in AEW. Like, it yeah. just, they, they, they have so much potential. There's ten people in yeah. it. Well, we're gonna get. The only one that wins is Anna Jay. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to it here about a a possible turnaround for him. Uh, 
But first, um, what did you think about the MJF promo after that? Other than the fact you can't lay in the middle of a ring, it was fine. Like, they were trying so hard to get a good shot of him laying on that. that, that yeah. Camera. Well, they had, they had drone cameras to, last night so they could get Scorpio Skies in the entrance, which I thought was cool. Yeah. yeah. So they're just trying to milk that. Like, oh, we got these drone cams tonight. Let's see what we can get out of them. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I like that one dude that he shoved out of his way that <laughs> yeah. was like walking in the hallway with him. He's like, don't get my shot. Um, Moxley beat him up. I don't think he beats Moxley. I don't think so either, but it's not bad that his first loss is against the AEW champion. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not time for him to be champion. I think he'll be, when he does get the title, he's going to have it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then you had the new TNT championships finally done. Looks a hundred times better. Oh, it looks so good. Look, it looks good. I, li- I like it now. Do you like it now, Brock? Yeah, but they, you totally caught them in a lie, though. Yeah, because they said that other belt wasn't was, done yet, yeah. and now that belt's an old belt, they just made a brand new one. Yeah. They totally, that was going to be the championship, and then we're like, uh, this sucks, so we need to make it better. And it looks great now. Yeah, yeah it the, does. The gold plating on the TNT yep. part, the sparkling, it, lo- it looks awesome. The diamonds and stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, I love... I love the transition that Cody's just becoming the biggest asshole. Yeah. Like, the entrance with the obnoxious, all the people he yeah. has with them, over the top, <laughs> you know, like, it, they're doing a good job with slowly burning him into this heel character. Yeah. You know? He's so much better as a heel. He, he is. He yeah. is. And and so I love what they're doing that with that with him. Um, up until one part here. So I like what they're doing with him. Uh, Scorpio Sky was good. I thought the match was good. Did you guys think it was good? Yeah. Match was good. Uh, I knew Scorpio wasn't going to win. I was fine with that. Yeah. I'm concerned now about Cody against Brody Lee. I don't understand this booking because I like what they're doing with Cody to turning him heel, but now Cody's kind of good because Brody Lee's bad and... I don't want Cody to lose this belt yet because I like what they're doing with him with this but belt. But you don't want Brody Lee to take another loss. Brody Lee can't take another loss or your credibility as the leader of Dark Order is done because you already lost to Moxley. Yeah. So I don't know. This is another booked into some kind of strange corner thing. I don't know what they're going to do here. The only thing is if you got to start having the, the Dark Order run into matches and actually lay people out. like So maybe it just ends in an interference. Yeah. Dark Order versus Nightmare Family kind of thing. Yeah. And then maybe that's what they lead to, like because like the Bucks are f- feuding with Uno and Grayson, like yeah. you know Cody's feuding with uh, you know Brody Lee. The Bucks also have like an, an FTR feud kind of going. Too. I don't think that FTR match is ever going to happen until there's crowds. There's a yeah. crowd, yeah. And it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's for the tag belt down or, the road, or, or it's a triple threat. Like yeah, it's FTR. It's you know Hangman and. Kenny and then those two. What do you think, Brock, about Brody Lee versus Cody? I don't like it because I think Brody, like you said, Brody Lee can't take another loss. You know he's going to. Yeah. Interesting also enough that Dynamite's getting pushed to Saturday because next Wednesday there's NBA playoffs on. No. So they're next week is a very... It's not on at all next week, is it? No. no. Which, to me, is a very interesting night for NXT. Yeah. Because... You better do really good ratings that night. Yeah. Or like, like if you still do just six or seven hundred, like that's not good. Yeah. Like you better be yeah. past a million. Yeah. You better be like, you like, gotta take all. You gotta yeah. take it all. 
You know, this is a, like... I don't know if this is a place... Because a lot of people are like, this is good for NXT. I'm like, maybe it is or maybe it isn't. Because maybe it's a good time to bring fans over and go, I like this. I may watch this more. Or if no one does, then it's like, oh, boy, you really suck on your own. Like, <laughs> you know, you need the competition. So it's, it's going to be very t- telling. And it's tough because can NXT go, oh, since there's no AEW, we're going to put, like, a giant match on. and like, Or do you just come weak? You know, like, what yeah. are you going to do? Well, I mean, what was it the first... There was times where they were coming pretty weak at the beginning, and it didn't yeah. really... Doing like, yeah, rerun now, shows. Is the takeover this Saturday, bro? No, it's the weekend. Yeah, it's the same weekend as SummerSlam. It's in the weekend after, yeah. Okay, so yeah, gonna be interesting to see there. But uh, Do you guys listen to Eric Bischoff's podcast at all? Occasionally. No. Going back to ratings, he says that in his time in WWE recently, in his position, he said that they don't care about ratings anymore, especially against AEW, because they have, and all their stuff is rebroadcast on Hulu. It's on the WWE Network. So he said they're getting the same amount of eyeballs, probably more, but the rate, they don't they aren't concerning themselves with the ratings because they see themselves as a bigger entity with more options to view it. Well, I can see that because they never talk about it at all. AEW yeah. talks about it. Tony Khan talks about it when they lost to NXT two weeks in a row. Yeah, he was. Uh, you people don't understand how demographics work. Like uh, Jericho talked about it. Yeah. Moxley talked about it. So they obviously care about those a lot more. Well, I mean, you can watch it on Bleacher Report, but I think that's it. Old, yeah. Old. They replay it on Saturday night on TNT. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. But that's definitely a streaming service that you can just pull up whenever you feel like Yeah, it. it's on Hulu. I think a lot of people watch NXT on Hulu Yeah. and do a lot of that who don't have regular cable anymore, you know. Um, just someone could be in cheap and get YouTube television so they can watch it. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, you got uh, on a Saturday, the special Dynamite on a Saturday at 6.30 or whenever the NBA game is over. They keep saying that. <laughs> I love that. I'm annoyed. This is an opportunity that they could have done something like Clash of Champions. They could have made this a pay-per-view level event to yeah. make sure mm-hmm. that people fall over to Saturday. Yeah. And they're really dropping the ball. This should be Bash at the Beach. This yeah. should yeah. be... Yes. This should, a, yes. this should be, you know... Fight, fight for the fallen. Fall, fight for the fallen. They're gonna say fight for the fallen for this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know if they had enough foresight to. No way, yeah. To they should have had the balls to just make it all out. Yeah. Put it on free TV. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do a good job promoting it. It was just like they were like, by the way, next week on Saturday. That's what I'm wondering if they didn't know quick enough. Like it's. It felt like that. But uh. So, yeah, we'll see. See what uh, happens. Cody versus uh, Brody Lee should be interesting. Um, then I was, you know, so this is me going back to my complaining about AEW rankings. Why did the Jurassic Express get a tag team title match when they're the <laughs> fifth overall tag team? Chuck or in, <laughs> Chuck in uh, Trent or number five, I think, last I saw. Yeah, Jurassic Express, I don't even think is ranking. They had a tag team title match. Last night, I don't under, and no one explained why. It was just, did you have to watch Being the Elite to find out why that's a thing? <laughs> I only watch Being the Elite every once in a while. I don't think so. I, think I they just wanted because for tag team appreciation night. Yeah, which I didn't understand. My, my favorite part of the entire episode is when Marcus then was standing on the apron and Kenny just walked over and slapped him across the face. It was the highlight of the night for me. Um, what did you think about this match, bro? I thought it was good. Again, like, we knew who was going to win going in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little sick of the whole Marco stunt thing ringside. 
Like he mm-hmm. always gets involved and he gets thrust. He's just he's not even like a character. He's like a prop now. Like if he's <laughs> ringside, he's gonna get thrown into someone in the middle of the match. Like Luchasaurus just picks him up, throws Those him at someone. Like yeah. he's a prop, you know. Like I, I I don't know. I see no point in that guy. Like I love that Kenny Omega hates him though. Yeah, I do yeah. love that Kenny Omega hates him. Jungle Boy looked good in this match. I thought Luchasaurus looked a little off in some spots there. I think um, sometimes he does more, like, more often than not, I'm, I'm not the highest on Luchasaurus. Yeah, he looks slow, he looks sloppy, he looks calm. It's hard to keep up with guys like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, though. It is yeah. true. And Hangman and Kenny are just so good um, at what they do. Um, then you had that skit with uh, the Rock and Roll Express and Arn and Tully. First of all, did anybody listen to Arn and Tully on the Jericho podcast? No, yeah, I, I, haven't da- I haven't downloaded it. It was good. How was it? It was a good episode. I didn't know that Tully was away for this long from the business. Yeah, because he... He was never involved in any, like, WWE stuff no. or, or Nitro or any of that. He was just gone. Yeah. He found religions. And he was a corrections officer. Yeah. But this segment... What did you think about this segment, Ken? Um, it's tough because I don't like that they bring these guys back. Like, I feel like it's a rehashing. But it also, sh- I think it's really setting up something in the long term. I like the parallels between FTR and the Brain Busters. Yeah. I like the Bucks and the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. I think it's a little self-serving since the Bucks are the one that write the stuff to yeah. compare themselves to Rock and Roll yeah. Express. But, yeah. you know, yeah. that is what it is. Um, I didn't mind it. Like, when I watched it, I didn't get annoyed. I'm just I was annoyed with the beginning. Like, all the ass-kissing stuff, it was just like... We went Tully was the best. But I think the ass-kissing stuff made the Tully section so much better. Yes, the Tully section was great. Yeah. When he was just like, shut up, and I have a problem with you, and, yeah. and you What's be quiet, yeah. What's and all that. Like his, <laughs> He was great. I, I, I never was, when I was a kid, was a big fan of Tully Blanchard. But the more in his ADW the way he is, I think he's brilliant. Yes. Like, I think he's the best out of all those guys. Yep. Jake the Snake, all of them. If you let Tully just talk, yeah. like, I think he's great. Like, I hope if they do this four horsemen thing uh, i don't hope arn's a part of it at all yeah i hope tully is like the jj dylan yeah. behind these four guys and not arn or fi- whatever uh, the stable that they fill form yeah i w- yeah i hope so because he's good yeah that was a good what do you think about it brock i like tully he knew the rock and roll express was going to get beat up by somebody yeah i didn't see the ftr thing coming yeah but uh I'm glad that they're heels now because they're so boring as as good guys. Yeah, we kind of respect you. But the thing is, I don't think it totally turned them heel. I feel like, because they're like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Like, uh, you know. Well, they do a lot of that in AEW. Yeah. Like, Kenny beats up Jungle, and they're like, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? Cody goes a little far. Hey, hey, and they kind of reel it in. Everybody does teases. Yeah, there's no. I almost said it was a lot of dick teases. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's a lot of teases. Yeah, so I'm hoping that they will go full bore at some point in time. Like, but I actually thought that 20 man tag tournament thing that they did the other last week was going to be the time when they turned. But yeah. You know. All right, then you had Sheeta versus. Oh, I got one more little bit of trivia about that whole uh, that right. segment. Ricky Morton's uh, shirt that he was wearing. Yeah. Was drawn by our friend Warner Meek. What was it? It was the uh, York Foundation. Oh, okay. Whenever Ricky Morton was bad. 
Ricky Morton is annoying. <laughs> he was with. Uh, oh, who was he with? Was that Missy Hyatt? I yeah. think. Yeah, Missy Hyatt. How wow. long was that? That wasn't very long. Yeah, but uh, Terry Morton commissioned Warner to redraw that artwork because they never produced a shirt. It was something that they sold in like a catalog, and for whatever reason, it never got made. So as a joke, he wanted to make one for Ricky. And he found Warner through, like, Phil Singer Games or whatever, I think. And he, he commissioned him to draw it. And he's never thought anything would come from it. And then he said he saw it for the first time on AEW last night. He's like, that's definitely my artwork. He reached out to Carrie Morton, and he confirmed it. Wow, that's cool. That's awesome. Good for Warner. Friend of the show. Well, he's Friend getting, of the show. <laughs> he's getting some notoriety, too, because he just did cards for... Uh, the uh, Brian Myers and Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona. And yeah. Cool. Good. So now they're, they're official Champions of the Galaxy characters or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can buy their cards on their stuff. Neat. They're selling them on their website, signed, I believe. Yeah, well. 40 bucks, I think. Ooh. That's cool. <laughs> Just right, say so, never mind. So the next match was uh, Sheeta versus Heather Monroe. Oh. I, I don't I didn't really care for this. I, I like Heather Monroe, but it's tough sometimes wrestling in that Joshi style. Like, yeah. you could just pull off indie people. They don't work that same. Yeah. What would you tough. think about it, bro? It was okay for what it was. Yeah. Um, and then the final match, we had Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. We'll go to Brock first. What do you think about it? The match was good until the botched ending. What do you think about it, Ken? Same thing. See, I didn't, I didn't think this match was that good. I like Orange Cassidy. I think Jericho, this is the worst he's ever looked well, yeah. in a match to me. He looked out of shape. He, now, I can't rip on the guy too much because he is 50 years old. But this he looked 50 to me in, the, in this match. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like He was trying to do I thought he missed a lot. The spot at the end was bad, but he missed a lot of other little spots mm-hmm. around there. Because Orange... Looks good. And I hate the ending. Like, I don't understand why Chris Jericho just couldn't have took a regular pin. I think you can put Orange... Unless there's going to be a rubber match down the road between them. I thought he should have just let Orange hit that elbow that he does and and straight up pin him. Yeah. You know, I didn't... Because that... that, Whatever the hell that thing was, where Taz was trying to call it a a mousetrap. You know, (laughs) it was such a terrible ending for, like... Orange getting his final his win finally over Jericho, it was like he, he kind of f- fell and didn't look right. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I kind of was a mousetrap. He mousetrapped him. He mousetrapped him." He, and I was like, yeah. "You sound like Michael Cole right now, yeah. screaming mousetrap over it." It's a surprise roll up. Yes, is what it is. You know, it's so, poorly executed surprise roll up. Yeah. yeah. So that, that a surprise roll up would have been better because we would have known what it was. Yeah, yeah, you would have yeah. known what they were doing. Yeah, instead of looking like he fell over and Jericho fell next to him <laughs> so he could pin him. Yes, because yeah. I like his Superman punch elbow thing that he yeah. does. You know, like I think that's neat the way he does that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Do you think that that's like Jericho didn't want to get beat? Or I don't think Jericho's like that. I think that they're probably setting something up and they wanted something quicker, like. So like a rubber match yeah. where like I also think that this is the devil like, like this is the like when Jericho started in AEW he was a heel and he was like yeah. hardcore he was winning and it was it's this slow like I don't want to say dumbing down but like making a buffoon of the Chris Jericho yeah so maybe he could turn you know he could be a face I don't know but like I don't see how the the inner circle can survive much longer like they're just not with like, the way they are yeah. I mean, Jake Hager, he, like, came down and, like, 
did a move on Orange that didn't even work. Like yeah. it wasn't even a good move. <laughs> it was just a <laughs> weird belly. To, he did the Bailey to Bailey. Yeah, he gave like a Bailey to Belly, then then like took twenty minutes to roll Jericho. Yeah. Didn't even pull Jericho on top of no. him. It was pretty. It was pretty dumb. Poor Mike Kyoto. Put in that situation. Yep. More chi- poor Chichi. Do you think uh, Kyoto's going to be there full time? I don't see why not. Like he's going to bring a lot of experience. To that they haven't announced core. it yet. I'm surprised they haven't announced that Kyoto's all in. You know? oh, there's definitely going to be a storyline between him and Jericho. Yeah. Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. So you know, all in all, I didn't think it was one of their most solid shows. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, what what you kept saying, Brock, you thought it was going to be terrible, but it sounded like you were okay with almost <laughs> every match. So what didn't you? No, like? I said it was the worst wrestling show of the week. Oh, okay. All right. I hear you. Um, yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a very strong outing for them. I think there were some good spots in them, but you know they've had some good ones over the past week. So yeah, every once in a while you're allowed to uh, just float one out there. Some interesting stuff. I am. I think one of the things in wrestling that I'm most interested in right now and invested in is what's of this possible new Horseman stable. It's one of those things yeah. in wrestling that I'm really invested in. I want to, I want to see like what they're going to do with FTR and maybe Sean Spears. I want it to be Hangman and not Cody or swerve it around or or Cody and Hangman or something like that. I, you know, that's I, or if it's just they're all part of the night. I don't know. Like that I want to see. I want to see where it goes. It's interesting, and I'm very interested in in Kenny becoming sort of this. Because I never got to experience like the cleaner stuff in yeah. in Japan. I want to see that here, and I want to see him beat Moxley, and and for the title whenever uh, they allow someone to drop the title. What happened to Brian Cage? Where'd he go? <laughs> I, uh, oh, another weird segment of the night was that fucking Lance Archer <laughs> thing. Oh, that was what, so what was that? That was so strange. That was don't forget about me. I'm still here. But he was like bullying Jake the Snake, who's supposed to be like his handler. No, Get over here. Take your shirt off. Oh, don't make me do this. And he yeah. like, you know, like Jake the Snake's character is very strange on there. He almost is like, it's almost like he's... Like elder abuse, yeah. like is what it seemed. Remember like when Mike Tyson was going to beat up Jake the Snake <laughs> at that thing and he was like, oh, and he started getting real scared crying and running away like he's yeah. a senile old man and gets scared. <laughs> That's what it looked like yesterday and you had to see his like weird yeah. body and it said, I'm going to kill everybody on the back of his back. <laughs> it says everybody dies. It's Every, race. Everyone dies. <laughs> you turn. It says, I might be considering to kill everybody around here. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't recall what it said. I knew it was something about death. Uh, but um, I felt that that Lance Archer segment they did in the locker room was a complete copy of what Karrion Cross did last week. How was it? Remember Brock? Yeah, where he beat up Danny Burch and working. Where he went in the locker room and he beat up Drake Maverick and like ten, and his shirt was all ripped and it was like everyone was in the locker room laying there and then like Lance Archer's in that locker room and everyone's laying there. And I, I don't know. What are you doing with Lance Archer? He hasn't had a match. And f- him and Sean Spears haven't been on Dynamite in forever rest- in a wrestling standpoint. Yeah. I, they're dropping the ball on a lot of those guys. Yeah, I don't know what they do with those they guys. they got to stop bringing people in. They don't need... They're like, doing a lot. They're doing a lot of bringing people in. Matt Cardona did not need to be hired there. You don't well, think so? No. Like what, he wrestled one week and he's already off the next week. That's, like, that's Cody's boy. Yeah, I get it. But what they do with them? Have a tag match. <laughs> yeah, and then this he's week he's for, not yeah. even on. Two weeks. Yeah. Maybe. What you know? What they have a lot of people on their roster now. 
which when they started off at first, they didn't have this huge roster. Yeah. So you saw a lot of people on. Now they added a lot of people, and you have to forget guys like Pac and those guys yeah. aren't even there. Yeah. So you have them too. That's a stacked roster. You know, maybe the second show that they're going to do will spotlight some of them. But like Lance Archer has been to me a complete flop on that show. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Like we kind of. Yeah, it's so cool how they brought him in too. Yeah. I don't know. I. Do you watch Being the Elite anymore? Off and on. I tried to watch it this past Monday, and I just. It was all this Dark Order. I felt made the Dark Order look like a comedy act on yeah. there. Did you watch it, Brock? Not recently. So, like, they're all in the back, like, singing and playing games, and Brody Lee yells at them. Hits them with the paper. Hits them with newspaper. Then they're like, oh, golly gee, oh, not me. And it's like, you know, like, it, it's just real silly. Like, my favorite thing about being the lead when I watch it is that Chuck and Trent are trying to kill Brandon Cutler because he kept he keeps asking them for bits. He goes, I got a bit for you. We're going to kill Brandon Cutler. They killed, I think they killed Colton Cabana by accident. Cause no. that's but yeah, that's there's very little on there that I find interesting. And, it, and I, I don't like that it's like, I know it's supposed to be like realistic, but like, because it's like really them, but like, Hangman's not Hangman on being the elite. No. He's just like Adam Page. He's hanging with them, yeah. and he doesn't. We're in here. He like hates the Bucks yeah. and is annoyed by them. Like I liked in the interview where they were like, I liked the interview that they did with him and Kenny where they said, "Who's the greatest tag team?" And Kenny's like, "The Young Bucks. They're great." And he was like, "I was gonna say us, but yeah. uh, uh, I guess not." You know. <laughs> So I don't like his being the elite character when he's just you don't like normal Adam normal Adam Page. Page. I like the I like I like his cowboy persona. Adam Page I think is wonderful. I think he's one of the best entertaining things on sports entertainment right now is Adam Page. I think he needs to be take whatever road to the top. I think the guy's great. I think he needs to be the one to beat Moxley. That would be cool too. I'd be okay with him or Kenny beating them. They're both really really good. Yeah, you know they're a, they're a high spot on there, and that's what I like to see. That's what I like. That's what I like. AEW is Orange Cassidy getting a win. These guys are homegrown AEW guys. I know some of them started in New Japan and ROH, but they're AEW guys. They're not Matt Hardy. And and you know what? I'm sorry. Bradley I, Lee I, I, I like Matt the, Hardy right now. When he's normal, yeah, I like he still does a little bit of his. Well, that's his shtick, as he goes into like Ooh, he starts doing that. Well, he does all of his catchphrases, yeah, but like, or he talks about the facts or whatever. But on being elite, they're like, "Is your head okay?" And he was like doing all his. Well, not to be, I like an AEW when he's like, "All right, fighting Sammy Guevara, I think it's going to be a good match." Yeah, yeah, but Sammy should win. Yeah, Sammy needs to go over. We need to quit worrying about Matt Hardy and, and where he wants to be, yeah. or Matt Cardona's and these guys and. These guys need to get victories. Victories. So there you go. Interesting week. Uh, next Smackdown week. Smackdown should be interesting tonight. Yeah, to see what happens with um, Retribution, Retribution, Retribution. Yeah. I feel like they have some pieces they have to pick up after Monday. They kind of drop the ball a little bit. Yeah, I, I hope Retribution is just a Smackdown thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you got too much stuff. You got a lot of stuff on Raw to do. There's a lot of people uh-huh. there. So, a lot, again, uh, speaking of a lot of talent on one show, you got a lot there. So, <sighs> we will see. Next weekend, though, big weekend. I mean, NXT, a Dynamite on a Saturday, uh, oh, wow. SummerSlam on a Sunday. Lots of stuff. 
Oh, so Dynamite will be head-to-head with NXT. No, no, because it's on at 6 o'clock. It's early. Well, well, like the NXT side at 7? Yeah, the pre-show. Okay. No, I mean, no one wants that pre-show. Now, if the NBA game goes in overtime, then yeah. Dynamite will be pushed back. If, if, the, if it goes in overtime, then you know that Vince McMahon controls the NBA. Yeah. No, I think he would <laughs> want it to not go ahead. Oh. Yeah. He, he controls the referees. There you go. So you prevent it from going over time. <laughs> it was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me. Um, have you guys been watching retro up and ups and downs at all in what culture wrestling? I don't for yeah. someone who really hates Simon Miller, are you really watching him a lot? Here's my thing with <laughs> yeah, Simon Miller. Alright, here's my thing with Simon Miller. Mark. <laughs> I agree with everything he says about Raw Raw and SmackDown. When he credit when he does Raw and SmackDown, I think he's dead on. When he says there was two roll-ups in a night, there should have only been one, I agree with him. When he says, Why did this match get why was this Sasha match a disqualification when it was a fight outside the ring that makes yeah. no sense? Yes, give it a down. I agree with all that. But he doesn't grade AEW the same way. You don't even need to watch ups and downs. It's always seven to one or six to one, and it's an arbitrary down for no reason. Like like the finish to that Jericho match, if that was a WWE thing, he would have been like, the finish was terrible, down. You know, here he's like, hey, sometimes mistakes happen. Hey, hey. Because I feel like the guy is auditioning for an AEW job. Because he wants to be like what he wants to do like the Cody. Running, he wants to be Warhorse, or because he's a wrestler too. Yeah, you know, and I don't feel like he wants to be Warhorse. I feel like he's there, and I think the guy is good at entertaining. I love retro ups and downs, you know. But he blocked me because he's going to do shit. He's a big baby too, who can't take any criticism. I asked him to come on the show and and, and, uh, and debate back with us, and, wow. and he ignored me. He doesn't want to. I said, "Well, come on here. We'll interview. We'll do like we'll talk AEW." And he didn't want to come on. He ignored me. <laughs> but retro ups and downs is good because some of those matches I forgot all about how crazy they were. You know, he, like he did that uh, um, ECW one night only, one night stand, one night stand. Yeah, some of the that stuff, was a great pay per view. Some of the, the stuff first I, one. I'm like, I don't even remember they doing that. Did they do that? Like that's crazy. They did it. They did so, some cool stuff on that pay per view. They did some crazy stuff on that. Talk, talk about thumbtacks. Nuts! You so, talk yeah, about them, Tanks. It was, it was, it's good. I give Simon Miller a lot of shit. Stick oh. or shit? Shit! I'm on you all night. Boy, I'm on you all night. <laughs> so there you go. All right, Ken, take us out. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a good evening. We will see you later. Bye.